Thank you for choosing to listen to this message on faith and how to have faith in God by Reverend Dr. David Entry. Abraham was who he was because of his faith and not his behaviour. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So as you listen, believe that your faith will increase to another level. Father, thank you for the privilege to teach your word. Uh, Reveal yourself to us and stir up our hearts to trust you more and walk with you more. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. What is a Christian without trust? A Christian without trust is is a hoax. (laughs) It's fake. It's, It's like trusting God is what makes you a Christian. It is not behavior first. It's believing first. Abraham believed in God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. It is called the righteousness of faith, not of the law. Judaism was the righteousness of the law. Christianity is the righteousness of faith. Even when they were operating under the law, Bible says that, first Timothy 1, now the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, good conscience, and from sincere faith. The law, the purpose of the commandment, thou shalt do this. It's the purpose is love from a genuine heart towards God. From a good conscience, you are practicing things, you know that you are not dodgy. You know you are not dodgy. Paul says that God bears me witness. I'm not lying. <laughs> and from a sincere faith. Faith. You can't reach out to God outside of faith. I think in Matthew chapter 23, it talks about how um, the, um, the weightier matters of the law. Mercy, faith, mercy, and judgment. Also, the weightier Matthew twenty-three, who said and said that the, uh, justice, mercy. See, said well, the Pharisees. You know what they used to do? If you give a Pharisee a biscuit, he will divide it into ten, and the tenth he will give it as tithe. Now, that's that's how meticulous they were. If you give a Pharisee um, maybe satsuma, tangerine, orange. Uh, uh, the other one, what's the name? Sasuma. Huh? Mandarin, yeah, Mandarin, that's the one I was looking at. Sasuma, Mandarin, Tangerine, or what of those? <laughs> you, don't, you don't really know which one is which one. I just eat them. I just, I just. Oh, once they read the right sweet, sweet uh, I say, okay, then I like that one. <laughs> you give uh, somebody, a Pharisee, Mandarin, you divide it into ten. And make sure one he pays tight together with the the p the he will make sure pay. No, no, they are that meticulous. They are they are accurate to the 
letter. And to the extent that if the Bible says that, do not uh, open your Bible on the pulpit. Open your book on the pulpit. Okay, if that's the law Moses gave. They will say that, don't even go on the stage with the Bible. So they made extra to stay up. Just God's own is not good enough. Let's add some. And they, they were always watching the people who are not keeping it. So they had so much problems with Jesus. Because they had so many man-made laws that were very far from what actually God was expecting from man. So it's a Sabbath day. You shouldn't touch anything. If someone is sick, it shouldn't be healed on a Sabbath day. They told somebody, there are six days in a week to be healed. Come on, or do any of those days to be healed. Don't come on a Sabbath for Jesus to heal. <laughs> so Jesus said, woe unto you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites. You pay. He says that, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites, for you pay tithes of, of, of mint. You know mint, 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 mint. You give him mint, you pay tithes. They pay tight over all these things and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. These are the actual ones you are paying tight about. And the major matters of the law, you have neglected it. Justice, mercy, and faith. So even in the Old Testament, you cannot walk with God outside of faith. Because the law was given so that somebody can at least work with God based on certain things. The law. Faith. Someone shall faith. faith. Oh, for your information, today I'm preaching on have faith in God. <laughs> tell someone, have faith in God. Shake the person on the shoulder, tell the person, have faith in God. Shake the person again, another person. Shake another person. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. The only reason why. Basheti Karabasakaya. The only reason why you can call yourself a Christian is because of faith. Not because your mother was a Christian. Not because your father was a Christian. Not because you attend church. But because of faith. Somebody say faith. faith. Say faith. faith. Christianity is founded on faith. And Bible puts it this way. Jesus Christ is the altar and... That's what he does in our lives. Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 2. And he said that um, Jesus Christ came and gave, I like this. I like the Bible. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. What the Bible says is amazing. He said he gave himself, it's not what I'm going to actually do. I'm just going back to read that one just for, for fun. He said he gave himself as a ransom. For all men. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 6. It says that who gave himself as a ransom for all? You know what a ransom is? Ransom is. You have to pay a ransom to release some people. So a high, uh, maybe some people have hijacked a plane or something. They say, okay, you have to give this as a ransom before you release the people. Jesus Christ gave himself as a ransom. 
for all. Give himself as a ransom for all to be testified in due season. So some people haven't heard it yet. By in due season, we have, we have to testify to them. And they can choose whether to accept it or not. Watch this. To be testified in due time. I prefer the King James, please. In due season. Where unto I am ordained a preacher. On this thing I'm talking about. I've been ordained a preacher and an apostle. And he said, I speak the truth in Christ. And I lie not. Paul is, I, I, I'm not lying. I've been ordained a preacher and an apostle. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. Now, in, the, in faith and verity means that in the realm of faith and truth, what, 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 is, what is the true facts? True, what are the true facts of life and of God? He said, those are the realms I deal with. And my teaching to the Gentiles, my preaching and my teaching is in the realm, in the, in, in, it's in faith, the realm. Amplify puts it, it Amplify makes, it says the realm. I said, it says that, um, testify where I say this, a teacher of the, uh, of the Gentiles in the realm of faith. So our work is within the realm and the scope of faith and the truth of God. If you go outside of the boundaries of faith, I really won't be able to help you much. So a good pastor must be able to teach people to, to value faith. Because outside of faith, we can't help you. Our work and our message operates well in the realm of faith and the truth of God or the reality of God. If it is not within God's reality, listen, it doesn't matter how bad you want something, I can't help you. If it's not reading the truth, the, the, in verity, this is how God wants it. And this is how the order is. This is how the law is. This is how it is. Like, that's the way it is. This is how it is. Oh, me, normally, I don't like things like that. We can't help you because it must be in the realm of verity. So, your faith is necessary for anyone operating on the behalf of God to be, to be helpful and useful to you. And I see your faith growing. I said, I see your faith growing. Amen. Faith is necessary because in Romans chapter 1 verse 17, verse 16 says that I am not ashamed of the... I think it would be nice we all read it because this is a very good Christian text. <laughs> our texts are Christian, but you know, this one is, I think, outreach, more, more new creation text. That's how I can even put it. Can we all read it together? Let's go. For I To the Jew first and to, to, to the Gentile. So to the Greek. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What's the subject here? The gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why is that? Because it is the power of God unto salvation. They make us feel like you don't have to talk about the gospel. God can't save anyone outside of that. It's the power of God. It doesn't matter how nice we are and how politically correct we are. God can't save anyone through our political correctness. He can only save through the gospel. So let's be every correct we can, but make sure you are also gospel correct. So 
He said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then also to the Greek. Watch this. He said, for, why am I not ashamed? Because, verse 17, he said, for therein, inside it, inside the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed. How? From faith to faith. So as you are believing it, God's righteousness, people will see that, oh, God is true. Oh, God is said, God, God said is right. God, God, God gets justified as someone begins to live by faith based on the gospel. Based on the word. So he says that for therein the righteousness of God is revealed. What makes you have right standing with God is revealed. And the, 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 what proves God right is revealed as well. So the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Oh, so this whole thing is bringing it back in the realm of faith. He says, for it is as it is written. They just shall. This whole thing operates in the realm of faith. Outside of faith, forget it. What, God, why am I suffering like this? Where is your faith? God, why hasn't anything happened to me? And everybody, where is your faith? Before you ask God, why haven't I received this? Why hasn't this happened to me? You should be asking, how can I develop my faith? Because once your faith is in place, your destiny is intact. Everything has to, I like this. One of the reformers who said, faith is the hinge that the door of Christianity turns. Is the hinge, that everything about Christianity is pivoted on faith. It's hinged on faith. So you cannot trivialize the important, importance of your faith in your work with God. Satan will do anything possible to make sure you lose faith. Yeah. <laughs> because that means that if you lose faith, you have lost the battle. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost the battle. Do you know there are people who have, run, who have won race, let's say, uh, in athletics? 100 meters, 400. They have won. They won. They were the first van. The gap was big, but they were disqualified. Yeah. Why? Why? Different reasons. Sometimes dope. Let's just use that. Doping. You, you had the trophy or you had the medal, but you were disqualified because there's something else you were doing it with. You didn't run according to the rules. You didn't operate according to the rules, so you are disqualified from the benefits. The rules of engagement, so long as God is concerned, is faith. Abraham was a man of faith, not a man of good behavior. Some people will take time to understand that. He was a man of faith. God, God dealt with him based on his faith. His faith in God. I see your faith working for you. Amen. If you will remain relevant in the race of life, so long as God's track is concerned, please make sure your faith is in place. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Why? He says that for 
as it is written, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Then Paul, again, in 2 Corinthians, comes on the scene. And you know what he said? In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. I think we should all read it together again. This one is very short, so I want you to read it out very loud. Okay? Are you ready? Yes. Read it out very loud. Let's go. Can I hear the man read it? I think I prefer the women. Can I have the ladies read it? Some of the ladies are not reading. Let's let's hear the, the let, we want to hear the ladies. Ladies, can you read it aloud? For we walk by faith, not by sight. Alright, can we have the men too? For we walk by faith, not by sight. Still the ladies are better. Yes. It's obvious. I I this one is in verity. <laughs> All right, two Lebon. Let's all read it. Let's go. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Before we go to the by faith, I think it is just necessary. This is how you should study your Bible. It's necessary to pause and think about who the we is referring to. If you know the who, who the we is referring to, it will help you to now define how the faith, where the faith fits. Because if you say we, that means that not everyone. We. Who are the we? We, the redeemed of the Lord. We, the church. We, the people of God. We walk by faith. What does it mean to walk? We operate. We operate. What makes us tick, what makes things work for us is faith. So, any attack on your faith is an attack, is like an attack on your heart. Most people are so worried about cardiac arrest. Because when you have a cardiac arrest, it's likely your life is about to go. But let me tell you, faith arrest is more dangerous. Faith attack will make you vulnerable to cardiac attack, liver attack, eye attack, money attack, marriage attack, wife attack, baby attack, every attack. Because faith is not in place, because you have suffered a faith wreck. You are a victim in life as long as faith is concerned. When your faith is off, you, you, you become a natural victim. Hey, I like this. Makata shakataya. Listen to this. Listen to this. A child can catch an illness. A baby can catch illness very easily. Why? Why? The reason why some of you, the kind of things you have been eating, the amount of McDonald's you have eaten and other things that all kinds of hands have handled, or the Chinese takeaway you have eaten, eh? <laughs> and you are still very strong, your portfolio is intact, and you are... <laughs> hey, listen, listen, because your immune system is solid. Sicknesses that attack your immune system, system makes you very vulnerable. When your immune system is down, any sickness can easily come in. It's just the same thing like your faith. When your faith is your spiritual immune system. Anything that attacks your faith has attacked your immunity spiritually. Anything at all. People can catch you and it's working. 
They can which allegation is working. Your, the forces of behind your from your mother's background will begin to execute it. It's easy. They just it's like a house without a wall. You just walk into or a country without borders. You just go in and come out. Faith is God. Your spiritual immune system has ah, Your spiritual immune system has everything to do with your faith. Don't be distracted by what is happening around you. What is happening around you is not final. Have you got anything to say? What is happening around you is not final. It's not final. It's not final. I said it's not final. Doctors have said this. Lawyers have said this. Systems have said this. Things are, and this one, it's not final. It's subject to change. When the choir sang, and I said, thank God you spoke to me. God spoke to me. He said, teach my people on faith today. Because there are people here who have become so fearful because of the things you are going through. Your faith is becoming weak. Fear is becoming strong. The devil is a liar. You are vulnerable at the point, at the level, the level of your vulnerability has everything to do with the level of your weakness in faith. A man of strong faith, a woman of strong faith is not vulnerable in life. He can go through the valley and still come out strong. He can walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He can go through all kinds of vicissitudes of life and still remain strong, standing, without the stench or the scent of fire around him. Satan will move your focus on what you are seeing. I stand here as a servant of God and I tell you that your future is secured in God's word. Your marital future is secured in God's word. Your family future is secured in God's word. Your health is secured in God's word. They were Ma, they were in the middle of a storm. They woke Jesus up. Master, don't you care that we perish? Mark 4, 40. Master, don't you care? Bible said Mark 4, 40. Jesus looked at them and said, why are you so fearful? The rational man will say, but what should I do? <laughs> it's in a storm. You ask him why I'm fearful? Yes, you shouldn't be fearful in a storm because I am with you. I came to address somebody's storm. I came to address somebody in the storm. And I'm addressing that don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. Be faithful. Because that storm will not last. That, that storm is passing. That storm is passing. That storm is passing. And the good news is you get to the other side. 
you shall not be drowned. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Hear this. Hear this. I want the world to hear this. What distinguishes you as a Christian from others is not the church you attend. It's not the quotations you can quote. It's the faith you walk by. The just shall live. The faith, we, you see, that is where sometimes you can see two trains. Sometimes when you are traveling, especially when you get to where they are towards the station, the trains are coming together. You see another train running side by side yours. But after a while, the time you realize the tracks, that one is going. Some people will be comparing themselves to you, shouting like you shout. They say, me too, I go to church. Me too, I believe in the Bible. They will say all the things you are saying. But when it gets to the bottom of it, you just walk. When it gets to the time, you will see the faith. The faith you are prayed by will begin to distinguish the two of you. The faith. It's your faith. 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 Tell somebody, have faith in God. Say it again, Lord, I have faith in God. I stand here with supernatural audacity. And I dare tell you, fear not. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you are going through, but I dare tell you, fear not. 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 Have faith in God. Because that crisis is going to be over. And you shall still be bouncing like a tennis ball. You shall be intact. Your marriage shall be intact. Your finances shall be intact. Your health shall be intact. Your status shall be intact. Your business shall be intact. You shall be intact. Your family will be intact. In the name of Jesus. Have faith in God. Jesus said, why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? Why? The same thing, Matthew chapter 8, 26. Why are you so fearful? There are a section of people sitting right here. So afraid. And your, your, your fear is invalidating the authenticity of the message. The veracity, the potency, the delivery power of God's word, its ability to deliver and produce results according to what the word is saying, your faith is undermining your fear sorry is undermining it why are you so fearful why are you so fearful my health will not be okay why are you so fearful 
you've already started entertaining thoughts of possible cancer. The devil is a liar. Sure. You have brought it on yourself. Let others who don't have God's word fear like that. Don't fear like someone who has not got, has not got God's word. When the rabbi hits the road, you're be, being a Christian. It is where faith gets applied. That's where this differentiates, distinguish, differentiates us from unbelievers. The doctor said the, something to you. The doctor said the same thing to some, another person. But you, the believer, your attitude, your approach, your reaction to it is different from the way. Because they don't got it to operate by faith. But you got it to. You just move it and move it to faith. so fearful only because of a report? Why do you write yourself out? Because of a report? Because of something that no, there are so many different varying factors. Reports can be wrong, but let's assume it's not wrong. Report, report can be extreme. Let's assume it's not extreme. And let's assume that it's very accurate. It's authentic. But I'm telling you, even in the midst of the authenticity of the situation, the midst of the authenticity of the situation, when you bring God in, God supersedes every other thing. Yes, yes. I, you see, some testimonies are amazing. The testimonies where somebody, they gave me a report, medical report, and they said, come two weeks time, let's check. And the person came, they prayed, they prayed, Lord, I believe in faith. The person began to exercise faith, went there, they checked the report, they said, oh, you know what, we made a mistake. The one who did it, it didn't press this, so it was a wrong report. They said, ah, that's good, but that's not what I'm really talking about. Where they give you the report and they use the most accurate machine. And they say, go and come. You come back and they do the same test with the even lesser accurate machine, and they can't find any trace. They use the most accurate machine. They, they use the advanced machine, and it is so clear that, like, some time ago, she, they said there was hole in her heart. This hole in her heart. She went to the hospital. They said, we have to put through to church. She came to church. I was preaching. I said, there's somebody sitting there. God is healing the person of hole in the heart. She said, I knew that this is me. I said, a problem in the heart, a hole in the heart. Problem in the heart. So God is healing a person. And I point, I didn't know she was there. I didn't know. Him. And she, she said she believed and she screamed, Amen, I received it. She went through the system back to the hospital. They put her to the system. They said, We are sorry. Because we went into your system and we can't find the hole. But this is the evidence. The hole was there. But now something has happened. The hole is not there. That will be your testimony. Have you got anything to say? Brother, speak for yourself. I'm the faith. The finality of what has been said is not eternal. <laughs> Everything is turning around for somebody. Their forecast, they predicted that if you go through this, this is the outcome. So you, your focus was God, don't let me go through this, don't let me go. No. See, 
I am in faith. Whatever comes my way, it cannot affect me the way they think. That's what we're talking about. Faith. And he says, we walk by faith and not by Are you surprised why you are falling? Faithlessness is what guarantees your fall. Because you can only walk by faith, like cr- crutches. Okay. Um, is this called is this tilt? Still? Yes, standing on the still. They only do it by walking on some sticks. So. If you remove the sticks, eh, they will come flat like the way we are. And now you, your father was like that. Your mother was like, your family are people who walk on still. And then the, your daddy has told you, never go out without the stilt. And you choose to go out without it. And now you are wondering why people are not seeing you. Are you know, no, it's because you are not using what makes you walk high. We, we, as for us, yeah. our clan, as for our family, as for this Christian family, this thing, we walk by faith. That's right. You see, I'm not do shit, so you see, the world hasn't seen the Christians. That's why they keep talking rubbish. If you are working with some a Christian, or if you are a Christian working with an unbeliever, and situations arise in the office that is affecting everybody, and the Christian inside there, they will find out that this. Why are you so calm? And then you begin to speak to them, tell them this is happening based on your confidence in God. Very soon they'll be wondering, but this guy is different. They will tell you, but this one, you don't share, share sandwiches in the office. <laughs> because maybe you may not afford it. Some people ask Christians, why are you so poor? Look at you. I'm, I'm, your boss, eh? with all the money, she's, she's afraid of something. He's afraid of something. Faith is not finance-based. So the one with more money doesn't mean more faith. So... People who are dealing with you, they see, they see your situation. They see you in the situation. Both, all of you are in the situation. But by the time they realize, one, first thing is your attitude and the way you are handling it is different. You are handling differently, not because some false assumption. Hey, excuse me, I'm not talking about positive confession. I'm not talking about positive confession. I'm talking about faith walk. Just two different things. Positive confessions, think about what is, or positive thinking. Oh, you have to be positive. Okay, I'm always, no, no, hey, excuse me. I'm not talking about being positive. There are two different things. New age, yoga will tell you how to be positive. <laughs> just be positive. Yeah, 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 you are going to the court, but just be positive. Don't, don't, be positive, be positive. No, 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 that's different. Faith is be word-based. Your confidence in what, is in what God has said. That's the difference between faith and positive thinking. Faith is based on what you have found in God's word. Positive thinking is based on how positive you're expecting things to be. So your projections of how you wish things to be. Now, it's, it's, it's based on your own imaginations. So imagine it's going to be like this. Imagine he's coming to say, will you marry me? Will you marry me? No, no. Don't say he's going to, don't think he's going to say, let's quit. Keep imagining. One day, you come and say, will you marry me? That's. <laughs> that is called new age. 
and many people in the under the guise of Christian faith are operating with new age positive thinking. No wonder you are not reading your Bible. And yet you assume you are walking by faith. Your car uses petrol. And you have never been to the petrol station. You have never put petrol in it. You've been driving it. No, it's an electric car, please. It's, not, it's an electric car. It's not petrol. It's an electric car. But you have not really told us the truth. Or you haven't realized because when you go and sleep, someone keeps charging it for you. Yes. It's, it's not. Because if it's a petrol car, you will just, it will, it will run out. Or diesel will work. Why are you driving a petrol car in a diesel territory? Because they don't sell petrol in that country. They only sell diesel. What, what Prince, move the car to somewhere else. So if it's faith, the only thing that fuels faith is the word of God. Can I tell you something? There are most of us here who purpose or assuming to be working by faith, but it's actually positive mental projection. It's not faith. How do you know it's not faith? Because if it is faith, true faith comes out of God's word that has hit your system. A word from God comes to you and you're going, ah, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Suddenly, so you're going to court and you know, I will never leave you. So your, your, your confidence is, no more, is not based on how you are feeling and what you want or who said what. But your confidence is based on something from God. So you know, you know, you, you know within your inner knowing that you, hallelujah. <laughs> faith. It's not faith. What most of us think is faith is not faith. It's positive thinking. And you keep warning yourself. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, calm down, calm down, calm down. Michael, Michael, calm down. Michael, calm down. Don't, don't, don't fret. Don't, don't fret. Don't shake. Michael, okay, okay, okay. All right. This, you are doing it to yourself. You go to the toilet. Michael, calm down. Take a deep breath. Calm down, calm down. Remember, remember, you have to, you have to be a man of faith. So, you're a man of positive thinking. A woman of positive thinking is not a woman of faith. A woman of faith is, you know, God's word said. God's word said. That's all that keeps coming to you. God's word said. I believe this was God said. And so every now and then you keep refueling. 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 Keep the word flowing into your system and keep steady, servicing your heart. That's faith. How do you have faith in God? What should I do? Let me give you some five points quickly. Number one. How do you have faith in God? Number one, believe God. Say, I believe God. I believe God. Believe God. Some guys came to Jesus Christ, a blind man. Lord, heal me. Lord, heal me. Lord, 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 Lord. Jesus called them, came to them and said, do you believe, Matthew chapter 9, verse 28, do you believe that I, the son of man, am able to do this? And you know what he said? He said, yeah, Lord. So Jesus called the Matthew chapter 9, verse 20. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Believe you that I am able to do this? They said, Yes, Lord. Believe in Jesus. Just believe that Jesus will take care of you. Believe it. 
that's, that's how to, so if you can't believe God, you can't walk by faith, or you can't have faith in God, because faith is giving, putting your belief, believing that God will, God will, God will, based on what he has said, God will. So Jesus said, be, do you believe? They said, yes, Lord, look at the next verse. Then Jesus didn't say, he said, okay, then let be it unto you according to your faith. Ah, so he said, that, then he touched the, the eyes, and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. How do you know they have faith? Because he asked them, do you believe? He said, yeah, we believe. That's why we are, all this following and doing, we believe that you can do. He said, okay, then let it be according to your faith. So it wasn't a big issue. He said, let it be according to, so the dimension of your faith will determine the dimension of the benefits. Mm. Yeah. So if your faith is that little, say, okay, according to your faith. Mm. Not according to my power, but according to your faith. But the faith is predicated on your belief in Jesus. Mm. Blind Bartimaeus. Uh, sorry, not blind Bartimaeus. Jairus, in Mark chapter 5. His daughter was sick. And he came to Jesus. Jesus, come home. Because my daughter lies at the point of death. Jesus said, I'm coming. Whilst they were going, a woman with an issue of blood. Mark chapter 5. Certain woman who has had an issue of blood 12 years. Came from behind the press and touched his garment. And then Jesus stopped. Jesus said, who touched me? Peter. And the apostles said, disciples said, Jesus, people are following you. This is crowd. You are also asking that people are thronging you. You're asking that who touch? Everybody's touching you. But you see, you see, that's what happens. Most people answer God in the flesh. Most of the time we assume we know. Most people, who, when they see you coming to church and serving in church, Giving, being active in church, faithful in church, giving your tithe. They think they are smart. They say, ha, he don't know. Bishop Wendepo said something I like, thank God for him. He said that, when it comes to the subject of tithing, some people, okay, let me see if God will. You start tithing and then within a year you are expecting financial harvest. Or within a few weeks you are expecting, what's the harvest? You start taking God serious and you expect that everything will happen. Bishop Oyedebo said this, how do, you, how do you expect to graduate within one week of en enrolling? <laughs> you enrolled on a course, and within one week, you want to graduate as a doctor. <laughs> oh, take your time, you know, it takes time. It takes time. Keep going through the process. Keep going through the process. And at the appointed times, things will be appointed time, things will begin to speak. So whilst they were going, Jairus, to the Jairus, this woman said, Lord Jesus. She came and touched the hem of Jesus said, Jesus stopped. Meanwhile, somebody is done, it's like emergency service. Ambulance. Why would you stop ambulance? Because of roadworks, everyone should stop and wait. We want to just dig. Someone is dying. You allow the ambulance to go because of traffic, red traffic light. No, it has to go through red. So, but Jesus stopped. And I can imagine what Jairus was thinking. What's going on? And so Jesus stopped and had the discourse with the woman. The woman got healed. Jesus said, Mark chapter 5, verse 34. Jesus said, daughter, your faith. He said to her, daughter. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. What has made her well? She touched Jesus and the power, Jesus said, power has left me. 
So obviously, it's the power that heals her. But Jesus said, no, it's your faith that made the power heal you. Power from Jesus works based on the faith of the woman. So at the end of the day, Jesus said, it's your faith that has made you well. Watch this. I, I needed you to see this. Very important. And what, the next verse is the worrying verse. Then while he, while he, he, still, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the, the man who has come to call, and the pers- my daughter is dying, let's go. Jesus, let's go. This woman too with the issue of blood. Women, go sort yourself out. What is it? Ah. Hey, come here. Hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus to stop himself. Who touched me? Oh my God. We are in a hurry. My daughter is dying. Jesus, you don't want. The one has touched you is gone. Have they taken your hand off? No. Have they taken your mind? No. Let's go, Jesus. Let's go, Jesus. Watch this. Watch this. Let's go. Because Listen to this. I am in a hurry. I need this miracle immediately. I need it. Don't delay. Don't delay your coming. Please, let's go. Jesus, leave her alone. Has she taking your wig? No. <laughs> what you are going to use to heal my daughter? Has she taken it away? No. What has she done? She just touched me. Who is it? I don't know who it is. So let's go. If your disciples said no, everybody is touching. Jesus, why are you making an issue? Oh, I like Jesus. I like, little did I realize, and he realized what was happening. Jesus was delaying just for him. It was in his interest that Jesus will show. So after Jesus stood, he said, I'm not going anywhere if I don't see the one who touched me. You can't imagine. Do you know why? Do you know why? Thank you, Jesus. Because where he was going, this testimony will be needed for the man whose house is going. So the man must hear what has happened because of what he's about to hear. <laughs> so, so Jesus talks, I'm not going anywhere. Jesus, my daughter is dying. That's why I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, but Jesus, don't delay He said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And then the ultimate happened. What he feared happened. Bible says some came from Jairus' house. And then when they came from Jairus' house, and there is he said, uh, uh, your daughter, don't worry the teacher, synagogue's house speaking, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? It's okay. I told you. Oh. Pastor, this tight thing you are telling me now, you see? I've lost my house. <laughs> my, my house is gone. You, you see this thing? This thing you are telling us, I should come. You see now? Pastor, Pastor, I knew it. Chikwana, are you coming to church? No, no, I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about myself. I'm going to a lot. I'm thinking. <laughs> Let me think about myself. I don't think about myself. Mamele, Oba, you are you not coming? Oh, let me think about myself. <laughs> oh, what has happened? I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a lot. I just, I just, I have to now reassess what I'm going to be doing because, and you know what they are trying to say? This whole church thing, the thing is not working. 
it's not working, it's not working. <laughs> but they just can't say it because they are afraid, just, just in case. I'm thinking of myself. They say, I've got a lot of assignments to submit. You know, my, 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 my grandfather's former wife is coming to visit us. And pastor, you know, every, all my family members are there. And they, I have to be uh, in Haiti. We are meeting at Haiti. I really have to be there. Oh, my, my twin sister is naming her child. And you know, I, I am the godmother. You are talking like we haven't named people uh, done the education where godparents never showed up at all. And they are still godparents. <laughs> okay, so Jairus, let me finish this thing. What? So when Jesus, Bible says, verse 35 of Mark chapter 5, when they told Jairus, leave the master for your servant is there. Now watch this, verse 36. Then as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Did you see that? He had enough to be able to believe based on what had just happened. Because I believe they might have not even made it and the child would have died. What was Jairus going to stand on to believe? In fact, in the Luke, Luke account, um, I think it's Luke chapter 8, verse 50, 48. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. Bible says that, and he said, Daughter, we have the other woman. Go to the next verse 9. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. Listen to what Jesus said, verse 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered and said, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. It looks like he didn't hear what they said. Someone is dead, you are saying you'll be made well. <laughs> He's dead. Jesus said, if you can believe, your belief will make her sick. Your belief will make her put her in the category of the sick, not the dead. Because when people are sick, they can be made well. But when people are dead, they get buried. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, believe and she will be made well. Whilst we get there, because I just healed somebody without even touching the person. The person touched me. So if I go and touch this one, she'll be made well. And then when they got to the house, let me finish the story for you. Verse 52. When they got to the house, and when they came into the house, he permitted no one to go with him except Peter, James, and John. These pillars, you know, pillars. And the father and the mother of the girl, because I need them. <laughs> Jesus sacked everybody, but you know what verse 52 says that, and when he came into the house, verse 52, now um, all wept and mourned for her, but he said, do not weep, she is not dead, but sleeping. And the people crying, look at what they did. And they ridiculed him. <laughs> so were they really crying? That was faith at work. But I was going to break down and give you all the points. This point, Romans chapter 4, and I was going to quote from other, give you the next five points to show you how to have faith in God. Because people will ridicule you. 
people, people will question the so-called, is there God? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you bring your husband, we'll believe you. Bring your husband. Bring your baby, we'll believe you. All this thing, yes, produce. They will challenge what you call faith. And if you do not know what your faith is about, you will think God has let you down. People are going through things. I know some of you are going through very difficult times. You just can't talk. And sometimes you, you don't even know who to talk to. And sometimes you just can't talk about it. Because what you are going through, it's, you can't talk about it. You can't tell your wife. You can't tell your husband. That you are written with fear. Confusion. You are afraid. You are worried. You have become so stressful. But you've polished it, veneered it with this makeup. So you look very okay and formidable. But you know, you are breaking down behind closed doors. And you have only one thing God, please help me. Please help me. If you want God to help you, can you help God help you? If you can only have faith in God. So the problem loses its impact before it even gets solved. When you have faith in God, the things that you're supposed to worry about, you don't worry again. You don't worry again. Somebody asked Bishop Oyedepo, so sir, how do you handle your problems? The way you are a big man and doing well, how do you handle your problems? He said, I never had problems. Maybe he came and didn't know, but I never, I never, I never had problems. I move on. He said, a problem? I don't even know a problem. He said one day someone came to him and says that we really thank God. We thank God for Mama. Talking about his wife, Bishop Oedipo's wife. That someone was, he said, we really thank God. Daddy, God bless, but we thank God for Mama. The way he has kept you going, encouraged you through. He said, no, 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 it's not necessary. <laughs> My wife has never had any need to encourage me. I've never had a down moment where someone is encouraged. Nowhere. Been a need for my wife to. Uh, my wife, he said his wife has never asked him, Is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> never. What? For, the, for someone to ask you, Oh, are you okay? No, 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 Jenny. I believe God. Don't use your um, dropped face to solicit sympathy. You don't need it. Just believe God. Just believe God. Put your faith in God. Have faith in God. Let those who will not help you, let them go. Those who hate you, let them hate you. Those who wish you ill, let them wish. Sometimes you can tell animosity is there against you. Let them, you can't help it. You, and sometimes you can tell that you are at the crisis point because now your enemies are about to laugh. Don't worry. You can tell ridicule is coming. You are so much afraid. Hey, my message to you is... Have faith in God. Have faith. Have faith in God. That crisis will not drown you. That storm will not drown you. I know you are going through turbulence, but have faith in God. Sister, no one can understand exactly what you are going through. Brother, it's been a long journey. 
It's been a hard time. It's been a confusing time. But have faith in God. Have faith in God. Though I walk through valleys, though I feel no evil, by the water still my soul, I trust in you. Though I walk through, though I walk through the valley, Lord, I'll feel no evil by the water still my soul, my heart will trust. Let your heart trust in God. My heart will trust in you, my heart. It looks like you don't have a helper, but let your heart have rest in God. My heart will trust in you. My heart will trust in you. My heart too. I know God is talking to somebody. This look bleak, but listen. Though you walk, though I walk through the valley slow, I'll fear. Fear no evil. Fear no evil. Fear no evil. Bye, bye. By the water still my soul I trust my heart to trust my heart to trust my heart to trust my heart to trust my heart that's why we are in church so we can trust God my heart to trust my heart to trust in you though I walk In you. Sing it for the last time. Make it your prayer. Do, do. I walk through valleys. I'll fear no. I'll fear no evil. By the waters, by the waters, in my soul, my heart. To trust in you, Lord, my heart to trust in you, my heart to trust in you, oh, my heart to trust in you, my heart to trust in you, Lord, my heart to trust. I've been through so many trials, my heart to trust, my heart, oh Lord, I trust in you. I know I'm coming out successful and victorious. My heart to trust. There doesn't seem hope from anywhere, but my heart to trust in you, my heart. Hey! I don't have any hope anywhere. I don't have help anywhere. I don't have help anywhere. But my heart will trust. My heart will trust in you. My heart will trust in you. My heart will trust. My heart. My heart. 
trust in you, Lord. My heart to trust in you. My heart to trust in you. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I put my faith in you. Lord, I put my faith in you. Please be seated quietly. You can put your two hands on your heart and say, my heart to trust in you, Lord. It doesn't matter what I go through. It doesn't matter what is thrown against me. It doesn't matter what comes my way. My heart will trust in you. It doesn't matter who betrays me. It doesn't matter who turns their back against me. It doesn't matter what I lose, what I lost. My heart will trust in you. My heart will trust in you. I know this year will end well with me. I'm trusting you, Lord. There doesn't seem to be hope from anywhere, but Lord, I know it will end well with me. This year 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 will end well with you. My heart to trust. My heart to trust. My heart to trust in you. My heart to trust in you. My heart will trust in you. My heart will trust in you, Lord. My heart will trust in you. Oh, oh, oh. My heart will trust in you. Please be seated by your heads. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus and trust God. I want to invite him to be my Lord and my Savior. Pastor, I need the help of God. It's not man. Now I've come to the place. I need to call on God and I need Jesus in my life. If that's your genuine prayer, I'm going to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. If that's your prayer, I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I, need, I want to invite Jesus. I want to start afresh with Jesus. Lift up your right hand high so I can see it and pray with you right now. It's your faith. It's your faith. God bless you, my sister. It's personal. God bless you. Yeah, I can see that hand lifted up high. God bless you. You want to say, Pastor, I want to start afresh with Jesus and just trust him. I, want, I will trust him. I will trust him. I've made up my mind. Now I will want to trust him. In spite of my failures, in spite of my weaknesses, in spite of all that has been, happen have been happening or have happened against me, now I've made up my mind. I want to trust Jesus. I want to invite him into my heart so he'll be my Lord. And I'm going to lift up that right hand. Lift it up. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. I'm going to pray with you. Lift it up. Maybe you have done that before, but you have backslided and you don't. Your relationship with Jesus is not what it should be. People may not know, but you know. You know. And you said, Pastor, I'm making a U-turn and start afresh with him again. I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. I have backslided. Or my relationship with Jesus is bad. But I want to trust him now. I want to surrender. If that's your prayer, you to lift up your right hand. God bless you so much. Lift up your two hands as a sign of surrenderance to God. Surrender to Jesus. And say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. And I've sinned against you. But I believe that you died on the cross to save me from my sins and to wash me with your blood. This morning, I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. I make a commitment that I will save you. I will trust you. I will yield everything to you. From today, I belong to you. Take my life and let it be consecrated 
to you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these precious brothers and sisters. They heard your voice. They came forward. I commit them to you. The grace that makes people pillars in your house, let that grace be given them. That these ones will be examples of what God can do with people. I pray and I cancel satanic accusations against your, against your life. I cancel weaknesses and addictions that are blocking you from enjoying your life in Christ. And I pray for supernatural empowerment that you do well in God. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.